Welcome to the Wedding Film Academy podcast, your go-to source for learning to create stunning wedding films and run a successful business. Here's your host, Lumix Luminary and wedding filmmaker, Jordan Bunch. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Wedding Film Academy podcast. We're doing something uh, that I haven't done yet before where we're actually breaking up a series here. I know you guys love the series that we do, and we're going to continue on with the series next week, but we have an exciting guest on this week, and I wanted to break the series up because of the timing of uh, certain events. So with us, we have Craig Adams from the Wedding Film School. Thanks for coming on. Yo, what up? Um, let's drop the the though. Just wedding film school, like Facebook. oh my bad. No kidding. <laughs> and and of all things, I'm just like I'm just like breaking up the series. That's what I do. I'm here just shattering walls. So That's ha- right. happy happy to just disrupt everyone's plan. Happy That's to right. do so. Perfect. Well. That's right. We have breaking news here. Breaking news. Craig Adams. Oops. Wait a second. My thing's going off again. Sorry. That wasn't as smooth as I wanted it to be. (laughs) I told him I was going to do something ridiculous here. Breaking news. Craig Adams from Wedding Film School is closing shop. Tell me about that, Craig. Yeah, we made an announcement a couple days ago, <clears throat> but it's been something that I've slowly been building towards. And it's funny because there were a lot of responses that were like, duh, why, blah. But every so often you'd see the response that was like, oh, I saw this coming. I'm like, this makes sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the, there's been so much response. Um, yes, the wedding film school is. Uh, kind of going to start to stall out, not going to be posting as much, if not anything, very soon. Um, Been building it for like three years, wonderful community, over 300, I think over 300 videos, which is a lot for YouTube. that is a lot. And, you know, three three years of work, hard work. Um, I'm moving on, something else. Yeah. So tell me, for for those who... I don't even know if I should say this because I can't think of anyone who's been making wedding films that hasn't heard of wedding film school, but just in case there's someone out there who hasn't heard of wedding film school, what is it? Yeah. Wedding film school is a education platform online for people to learn how to shoot, edit, and sell wedding films. It's uh, built upon a strong community of just wedding filmmakers, um, international wedding filmmakers, uh, we've we've almost reached 70,000 subscribers, which I didn't know wow. there were that many uh, wedding filmmakers in the world, let alone <laughs> willing to hit subscribe on a YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, it's mainly tutorials, uh, reviews, uh, little videos teaching. But then the newest thing that we started last year was behind the scenes, where we had like a documentary style TV 
yeah. uh, shoot at each wedding following me as I shot. So a crew shooting the crew shooting the wedding. <laughs> nice. Yeah. How did that work? Did you have like, I mean, I guess you had to have the couple like sign off on that or something, huh? Yeah, I was very curious. Um, it, it, the start of it actually was in college. It was my thesis idea. Um, I didn't shoot it, but I planned it all out before I left college. Treated it like a TV series. Um, but when I did shoot the first one, I didn't know how it would go. I didn't yeah. know if the bride and groom would be happy about it. So you didn't or... tell them in advance? No, I did. I worked with them, but you never know. Yeah. Um, I, I thought that I, I didn't want to take away from the bride and groom on their sure. day. It's a sacred day. It's a very special day. It's their sure. friends and family, the people who would be most protective of their happiness. So anyone who gets in the way of that, especially an obnoxious kid running around with a camera crew. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it turned out great. You know, I think brides and like couples just love any attention. Uh, and the biggest feedback that I've gotten is that couples love when they have thousands of views from random people on YouTube <laughs> on their yeah. wedding film. People yeah. love that. You know, people will pay a premium if their if their wedding film ends up with a hundred thousand views on YouTube, which yeah. was a good takeaway that I learned. Yeah. That is cool. It's fun to find like the little different things that you never thought of that people would actually really care about. Like yeah. why does somebody care if a hundred thousand strangers saw their wedding film, but they do. It makes them feel special, you know, reading the comments. And I didn't understand how important and fun it would be for the, the couple to watch the behind the scenes. So yeah, it's still their wedding. It's still a new perspective on everything that's going on. So I started adding the behind the scenes videos to their MediaZilla accounts alongside their wed their six minute and their archive. Okay. And they, and they liked that. It was actually a selling point. That's cool. You didn't like charge extra for that though, did you? It all loops in, you know. Yeah, I guess I don't, so. I, don't I was, was going to say that would have been really cool though if you had been able to sell the fact that you're doing a behind the scenes thing. But I mean, yeah. you sold it. You sold I it did as it part of your overall wedding. package, right? Yep, yep. Everything, like, everything factored into the the price of what I was charging, and yep. that demand all snowballed. Especially when I got rid of Emissary, my previous wedding studio brand. And uh, just embraced Wedding Film School as one thing, you know. So Wedding Film School was the brand that you filmed weddings under then as well? Yeah, yeah. Before okay. it was just education. So we had two audiences, people, wedding filmmakers, brides and grooms. And I just decided to bring them together. There's no reason not to. Yeah. So tell me about that transition then. That's kind of interesting and, and a story that I didn't realize. So... Um, you had your separate brand, you started wedding film school, you merged these two, two things together. How did that work? And like, did you have to like kind of rebuild this whole engine or yeah. Tell me about that. It was an aha moment. And one of my favorite things is to figure out more efficient ways to run businesses, build business yeah. machines and just make the branding as simple as possible. I don't know if you knew this, but I'm a minimalist. <laughs> I say yeah. it every other day. But um, it was a huge uh, success. Um, I think there was a lot of benefits that came from letting my brides see me as an authority in the wedding industry teaching others. 
Right. Um, and then also being able to promote uh, that I needed someone to shoot as a second or third shooter for this wedding on wedding film school. Like everything just worked together in tandem. Um, and I, I was very happy to start uploading wedding films to the Wedding Film School channel alongside the tutorials because before they were on separate channels. So yeah. I would have to link the tutorials to another channel for people to watch what I made and then vice versa. So yeah, it all made sense. I think, I think if you have a YouTube channel and you're a wedding film studio, studio putting up content, you should make little behind the scenes or recaps or funny how-tos or just make a video speaking to the brides and grooms or just something like, uh, I think education is a great way uh, to branch out and diversify yourself a little bit. Awesome. Very cool. Okay. So speaking of you know diversification and education, uh, one of our listeners, Brandon Rice, wants to know, um, and you said Brandon. you're an open book beforehand, so we're going to press you on that issue, right? Oh, so he wants to know, uh, with with an audience like you have, 70,000 people, what does what is income from the Wedding Film School channel itself on YouTube? Like, what, what does YouTube money look like on an average month? Yeah, most people know about AdSense. So that's the built-in Google AdSense monetization that comes along with any video. I think it's very easy to sign up. It used to not be like that. But uh, if people are watching your videos and they click on an ad, you'll get a couple cents. And just the more content, the more success, the more engagement you have with your videos, the more money you will make. Um, so at this moment, I would say AdSense per month for Wedding Film School itself is anywhere, it's like around $1,000 a month, mm -hmm. which is not that much at all for the amount of subscribers and millions of views. Right. Um, and I think that's a common uh, misconception that most people make their money from AdSense. I think most brands on YouTube and most channels make their money elsewhere. Right. Um, I'm never not going to take <laughs> AdSense money, and I'm not yeah, never I mean, going to be like, is nah, still significant, yeah. you know? So I that's mean, always nice, but most of the money came from creative ways that you can monetize your channel. Uh, yeah. It's different for everything. You know, some people, some musicians have back-end MP3 sales. Uh, a lot of brands will use their likeness and sell merch, whether it's hats, pins, shirts, etc., uh, for me, I was selling knowledge, you know, information. <laughs> oh my God, that sounded so Ty Lopez, though. Uh, <laughs> selling that read knowledge. Read a book. Yeah. Read this wall of books that I have here. Yeah, I got so much <laughs> knowledge, but no, it was um, sharing sharing my advice, you know, and that came down to kits. Uh, I think filmmakers, and especially wedding filmmakers in general, spend a lot of money on gear. <laughs> yep. So just convincing and influencing those spends, uh, you know, you can make a commission by being an Amazon affiliate and a B&H affiliate. So whatever I convince people to buy, um, I will get a small percentage of. And, you know, as of this point, I'm getting pretty close to 2 million in um, influenced sales on B&H and Amazon. Wow, nice. You've made B and H and Amazon a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. So that yeah. two million for the two companies is 
it's good for just like one kid making YouTube videos. <laughs> I can't can't imagine what like the the Philip Blooms of the world are making affiliate sales wise or the Kai's um the Casey Neistat's. Oh yeah, millions. Yeah, bonkers. Well, cool. Um how did it I mean, so Wedding Film School was like a 3-year project for you. Um, I think all of these things, one thing that people really probably underestimate is the amount of time and work that goes into something like wedding film school to be able to build an actual audience. You know, it's like you have to truck it through the times where you have, you know, 12 viewers and, (laughs) you know, those kind of things. So talk to me through like, what was the, what was the progression of building up this network that you had yeah wedding film school was my fourth youtube channel so the three previous uh are gone you can't see them anymore um so i'm on my fifth with the craig adams channel but wedding film school you know like every channel started out with no one really caring (laughs) um everything before then was even worse you know my, my channels before wedding film school and my videos before then like people cared even less so I'd say Wedding Film School, I'm always learning as I'm going, but I would call it my first successful uh, social media endeavor. Um, it's the first one that uh, I couldn't stop growing. You know, it'll continue to grow even though I'm not posting videos, which is the crazy thing. Sure. Um, and it's the first one that I was able to creatively monetize. Um, it taught me how to YouTube. I'm very grateful for the community and everything that I learned and as a business owner, as a YouTuber, um, not only as a wedding filmmaker, but all of those things. Um, so I'm excited to take all of that knowledge, knowledge and uh, you know, do it in a fresh, new, perfected way with the Craig Adams channel. Yeah. Um, but it took time. Three years is a long time. And, and, and 300 uh, videos is a lot of videos. Yeah. It's a lot yeah, of work. Yeah. Looking back at some of the terrible Q and A's I did, some of the tutorials that I, I posted that were just completely wrong. <laughs> yeah. Like I think I think I had to like unlist and privatize maybe two or three videos because yeah. they were just so completely wrong that it yeah. would like tarnish my name. Yeah. Uh, I think I had to. I think audio was the thing that I improved upon the most, whether it's getting new gear or just learning the correct way to do it. Um, sure. If you check right now, I think you can find like three, maybe four, uh, like the complete audio <laughs> video, like everything you need to know for audio. Yeah, right. But I did it like four times. And each time all the previous are like, check the updated video, check the updated video. Yeah. I get so many comments on those old videos that are like, you're an idiot. This is wrong. <laughs> like, I know. I know. It's from 2013. Come on. Yeah. Jeez. So you're a young guy. Like, when did you get into wedding filmmaking then? Because it yeah. sounds like part of this, you know, I one, I, I really like channels like yours and, uh, you know, Dave Dugdale because he was, he and you both were, I'm going to start this like pretty early on in the process of me learning how to do this. So you were kind of like, learning how to do this as you're teaching others. Um, and you know, Dave was really upfront about that in his channel where it was like, I'm learning how to do this. That was the name of his channel. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so 
Yeah, talk to me about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm always happy to share the struggle. And I think it's okay to call yourself a professional, an authority, and to educate people online because if, if you don't know everything, because we don't, no one knows everything. Like, right. yep. I, I, I used to get so much hate when I started out because people said I was too young. People said I didn't shoot enough weddings. They, did, they said that you cannot teach other people how to shoot on YouTube if you are making videos like this. Um, so I got a lot of pushback, but that just fueled me to keep going. Um, You're just going to hate. Yeah, yeah, he's going to hate. So I, I remember watching Dave Dugdale, and that's one thing that I did appreciate was his ability to not only make fun of himself, but just realize that he'll get better, and yeah. there's no day better than right now to start, so why not? Yeah, awesome. Very cool. So as you're transitioning here, um, I, I remember in, in different seasons of my life, you know, I had... I'm thinking of one job in particular that I had where, you know, it was a very public job in a small town, though, a small college town. But my identity was kind of wrapped up in this job that I had because everybody knew me in town because of the job. You were the sign twirler, weren't you, with the arrow? I wasn't the sign twirler. Uh, (laughs) But everybody knew me. And so when I left that job, I felt like in a lot of ways, like I kind of mourned this loss of my identity being so wrapped up in this job. So do you feel that at all? Do you feel like I'm losing my identity? Are you mourning the loss of wedding film school? I, I've embraced the fact that I change my mind every six months. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> I'm crazy like that. I'm still young. I think that yeah. might slow down as I uh, get a little older. I'm 26 yeah. right now. Um, mm-hmm. Still very very college mindset, but will I mourn wedding Phillips go? I'll, I'll, I'll miss the community. I'll miss all the people. I'll miss talking about it. You know, if I, if I see a wedding film, etc., it'll make me remember. I'll be like, Oh no. Um, but, but like we were talking about before, I'm, I'm way more interested in sharing my growth as a creative, not just as a filmmaker, not just as a wedding filmmaker, uh, being a wedding filmmaker was an important part of my growth, but it was just one sliver, and I'm past that phase. And I would rather share everything, every single phase that I pass through with one channel, rather than just focus and, and hold myself back by clinging on to the success of that phase. Yeah. So, yeah. It doesn't mean that I can't make a wedding tutorial on my new channel. Um, it doesn't mean that I can't shoot a wedding maybe two, three years from now. You know, if, if one of my friends made it big and like, I've always said that like one of, one of my close friends who has like an excellent following, like I know them, I could shoot their wedding film better than most people just because we're good friends. Like I would do that for them. I would make it my own. I'd shoot something really cool, something interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, so I can still shoot a wedding. I can do whatever yeah. I want. <laughs> That's right. You can do exactly what you want. So yeah. tell me about that, though. So you're, you, well, I guess I have a couple of questions with that. One is, when you started all of this, was your plan, did you think like, oh, I'm going to be a wedding filmmaker? Like, that's my, the identity I'm taking on, like, that's going to be my career, or 
was that sort of a stepping stone to something else or did you just kind of have no, I mean, you were young, you know, did you have like no plan with that? Talk to me through some of that. I followed the, the freedom that wedding filmmaking gave me. I was making wedding films and being that wedding filmmaker before wedding film school. But this aspect of learning something new, getting excited, and then wanting to share that yeah. uh, has always been there. Okay. Uh, when I went to college, you know, I got excited about being a filmmaker in college. So I would make weekly, this is what life at, at, Buff State, at Buffalo State College is like. So... I've been doing the same thing as wedding film school with different phases in my life. Um, but I became a wedding filmmaker just because people got emotional about the work I was creating. I was getting paid well. Um, I was my own boss. Uh, that was a, that was a must. <laughs> I've always yeah, been my own boss. That was, sure. that's a very important thing. Um, but the transition into wedding film school was a big, change because I embraced that YouTube was a fantastic place for me to be making and uploading because I was on Vimeo before. I was uploading wedding films on Vimeo. I was trying to like break into a community there. I was scattered doing a lot of different things. But as soon as I realized how powerful YouTube would be and um, looking at the YouTube celebrities and, and brands and channels that I kind of subscribed to and watched, I thought it would be really cool to be like that. So, you know, that was a big change. Yeah, for sure. I wanted to take a quick break here in the middle of the show to tell you about a new way that I'm saving thousands of dollars a year on music licensing. First of all, if you're new to making wedding films, you should know that you can't just pay 99 cents to iTunes and use that in your videos online. It's against the law. And you could face a heavy fine or even jail time. Yikes! So, until now, you've had to pay somewhere between $10 to $50 per song on average to get good music for your wedding films legally. And then, if you want to use that same song in a different video, you have to pony up the cash again. For some of you, this means paying well north of $5,000 a year in music licensing fees. So, what if you could get unlimited, amazing licensed music for your wedding films for only $135 a year? This is amazing! I used to spend that much just on one video. If you want to learn more, go to soundstripe.com or click the link on our website. And now, Soundstripe is offering 10% off to our listeners with the code WFA10. So again, go to soundstripe.com and use WFA10 to get 10% off of your full year of fantastic licensed music for your videos today. Not only that, but when you use code WFA10 at checkout, your purchase helps support the Wedding Film Academy to keep bringing you amazing free content to help you make better wedding films and run a more successful business. Did you feel like wedding filmmaking was a stepping stone to something else or um you know was that the end goal in mind or you know talk to me through some of that stuff yeah um i did not have a master plan i didn't know that i would be at this point i didn't expect that once i started the channel three years ago right um <clears throat> started to take it more seriously as a business endeavor as things started rolling you know two years ago a year ago um, 
at this point, I know that Wedding Film School can exist on its own. Um, uh, so the thing that I haven't really told anyone is that this these past two weeks has been um, a really reflective uh, period. Um, I've been meeting with friends and colleagues here in the city, and they've been acting acting as like a console for <clears throat> figuring out what my next step would be. You yeah. know, they recognized Wedding Film School as uh, a brand um, and they wanted to kind of do like a whiteboard session so I, I had a group of like eight of my closest friends um, here in Brooklyn we got pizza we got beer we just like hung out for I would say three hours and we all just jammed on possible ideas with wedding film school where we could go uh, past possibilities of monetizing in different ways and we came to the conclusion that Education is such a, a powerful thing, like branching off into in-person workshops, um, expanding the personal coaching aspect of wedding film school, but then also making it like the Flatiron, was it the Flatiron School? Well, there's like a, a school for coding in, in uh, Manhattan. And if anyone graduates that class, that private class, um, you know they're immediately going to get the best jobs because people are fighting for them. So we thought about the best course of action for Wedding Film School would to just absolutely build out the mentorship, workshops, and online and in-person classes. Um, so we, we figured out a lot of different things that we could do with that, and like roadmaps. Um, and then coming from all of that information, uh, I talked a little bit more one-on-ones with some of those guys, and it would be a huge endeavor. Yeah. Part of part of what I wanted to do was to travel more, shoot Casey Neistat, you know, style vlogs, just one man band, because that's what makes his stuff interesting, you know. Yeah. Uh, a lot of other people have these intricate short films and and stuff on YouTube, but Casey does it all by himself. He's right. so free to do whatever. He's not held by any brands really. Um, so this was like a a roadmap, a fork. Like, do I want to go the business? And hire people and do that whole like brick and mortar shop and education and be the new Chase Jarvis of Wedding Film School. Um, or do I want to go do something else? And I realized that I wanted to do that maybe down the road, but with this new brand that has a larger audience, which is yeah. creatives. It could be filmmakers, photographers, influencers, whatever. I'd rather plant seeds in a great foundation for the Craig Adams channel and potentially build what could be a fantastic education-based mentorship program for people who want to be creatives and make money and be their own boss, rather than just pigeonhole myself with wedding film school. Sure. So I'll just stay in my little pigeonhole here. And then... <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. I'm crazy. No, I'm crazier than that, most. I'll admit that. I think that this makes a ton of sense for you, though. And so I'll just kind of like affirm you in that because what we were, we were talking like off air earlier about you and I both kind of have this tendency to, um, you know, to get bored, you know, to, yes. to, to try to do something else. And, and I've, I've done that. Um, you know, more times than I'd like to admit. Um, but so, so this idea of the Craig Adams channel is something that can follow you regardless of how many times you get bored mm -hmm. and decide you want to do something else. So mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I think that just, you know, just want to give you that affirmation of like, hey, it sounds like for for you and who you are and the way you want to live, sounds like this is a great move for you. Hey, I could be a pop star. You know, I could drop a sick mixtape and be a musician. That's right. (laughs) That could be that could be one or two phases from now. But hey, man. Yeah. If uh, <laughs> if those terrible viners are making rap videos now, the Jake Pauls of the world, hey, why not DJ Krieg? Okay, hey, come I'm on. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling <laughs> you. Well, speaking of that, uh, one of our listeners, uh, and I may I may pronounce your name wrong, so I apologize if I do. But Matthew Deweed asks, uh, "Can you look in the mirror after abandoning abandoning us?" So oh man, can't. can't <laughs> Uh, I had to throw that in there. I mean, what a terrible question to ask, but you know, so can you look in the mirror, Craig? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, <laughs> I, I do have a mirror in my bathroom, so I, I do look at that every so often. You checked so, it out this morning. <clears throat> See how beautiful I, you still I, were. I had a lot of responses, a lot of feedback from the decision. Uh, I'll admit it was kind of sudden, probably came out of nowhere for most of the people. Yeah. Um, but I'm always going to do whatever I want. As as much as I love my community and I will cater content to what they want and make sure to thank every single person who takes the time out of their day to watch and follow my stuff and engage, I will never let a brand or my audience ultimately tell me what to do. So yeah. the decision is going to happen regardless. Um, to, to the people who are all like uber sad about that, hey, Follow me to the new channel. You'll still yeah. get the same stupid Craig Adams drunk Q&A, <laughs> crazy videos, quick pans, all that stuff. All, yeah. all that you want. Five out of ten goodness. Hot damn. Here we go. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. No, definitely. We'll talk more about that later as well. <laughs> um, okay. So as you're leaving, you're not just leaving wedding film school. You're kind of leaving weddings behind, like you said. Other than, you know, the the one-off that you may get uh, every couple of years with a friend or something. What advice do you have as you're leaving the industry? Give me a piece of advice that you have for a wedding filmmaker. I'm thinking particularly about, you know, someone who's, who's starting off and trying to figure out their way in this world of wedding filmmaking. It's yeah, about as broad it had, a question as I can ask, right? <laughs> I would think the one single quick piece of advice that I think would have profound ripples across everything would be to realize when you're complaining about yourself. I think there's this thing within our community to blame other people, whether it's the photographer in the way you know, blame other people if we're not getting the number of weddings we want to book. I think people default to blaming other people. And I I did that, you know, in my, when I was not as smart and didn't realize it. Um, We're all at different phases in our life, but the less that you can just blame other people for things that are messing up in your life, the more that you can realize how you can change and make things better like all of it is just right there i feel like the answer for most of us is right in our face um so stop complaining about photographers stop (laughs) stop um stop blaming the gear like if only i had this lens or this camera like 
No. <laughs> stop. Stop seeing other people, other businesses' competition. Don't do that. Like, focus yeah. on your own stuff. Stop worrying about other people. Yeah. Uh, stop watching other films to get inspiration.、Mm. Just go and and take a risk and do something new. Like, you know, it, I I feel like most of us have the answers right in front of us. We just don't want to do the work. <laughs> yeah. No, that's good stuff. I appreciate that. Okay, so talk to me about like what's what's exciting you right now. Obviously, like you don't leave behind something this big without something else kind of calling the. The、uh, the sirens calling to you. What's what's the siren for you right now? Yeah, so I worked really hard to have enough automatic income with Wedding Film School and my Craig Craig Adams channel to be at what I call inbox zero, project zero, no job, pretty much no responsibilities. <laughs> I'm a free man. I can go、Living、wherever I want. I can do whatever I want. I I have unlimited options in front of me.、Um, I've got I've gotten rid of almost everything in my apartment. So not only is my mind free, you know, I'm free of just physical things. So、hmm. I'm in a hundred percent creative mode. I have zero distractions. Nothing stopping me. So what that has looked like is I've been making videos for the Craig Adams YouTube channel, pretty much one a day. Um, and I'm, I'm getting into a rhythm, into a flow, being more authentic, stepping out of my bubble,、uh, sharing my experience, and involving the people who engage me back into it for that feedback loop. And it's so fun. I am waking up every day, ready to go. I got a list of new ideas, new videos that I want to create. I'm so excited. I have a list of people that I want to collaborate with. I'm gonna book plane tickets. Just to fly out, say hi, hang with some of my YouTube friends, shoot a video, and that's the business trip. That's it. It's not work. It's life. I've、yeah. made my life awesome. I love it. <laughs> that's amazing. Awesome. So,、uh, man, that that's. <laughs> I think for for so many people who are in this industry, like that's. That's sort of the end goal, right? It's <laughs> like, man, if I could get to a place where, you know, I'm making X number of wedding films a year, so that the rest of my time, like, and I can organize even those weddings in such a way that they take less of my time. Wow, you know, like that's for so many people. I think the dream of realizing their own business is that I can have this freedom. You've taken that to, like, to the extreme. So well done, sir. <laughs> It comes down to the question. It's like, why would you do something so that you could do something else、hmm. when you could just figure out a creative way to just do what you want、yeah. and make a living out of that? So it's tough. I realize that I'm very fortunate in where I came from and my upbringing. It's not available to everyone, but. I have gotten to where I have by helping others. I'm going to help other people as much as I can realize this for themselves. And in the same way that I taught wedding filmmakers that they could do it, gave them the confidence to shoot that first wedding, and then taught them how to make more money and, and become their own boss. 
I want to do that for other people. So I've learned something exciting about myself. I figured it out and I'm ready to share that with other people. So that's what the new channel is. Yeah, that's awesome. So uh, we're coming towards the end of the show here. So I want to... End of my beer first, too. It's almost gone. End of your beer. <laughs> so that's how we know that we're almost done. Mm-hmm. Uh before we do a pick of the week, is there anything else that you feel like you just got to say to wedding filmmakers out there as you sail into the sunset? Oh, man. Uh, I'm not done with the channel. A lot of people were really worried that I would delete it and get rid of the videos. And there was even some talk of people downloading the videos to re-upload it to a channel so that I can't touch it. (laughs) which would suck. I've seen it happen to some of my friends on YouTube. Um, The channel is going to stay. Yeah, don't do that. Or else I will find you. No. Um, Channel is safe. You can, you can, you can count on that. Um, And I'm going to be making a couple videos that just reach back out to the response that I got. Um, I, I have plans to make a best of wedding film school video that I think nice. would help with the, the healing process, <laughs> uh, because I feel, I know it was sudden for those I, people I feel, like Matthew Deweed who feel like you abandoned them. They, yes, they need some so closure, Craig. There Give will be the some closure. closure. Yeah. Okay. So, so that is coming. I understand that. Uh, but there are some wonderful people kind of filling in. Uh, Matt Johnson is a rising star in the wedding film industry. Yeah, he's uh, the stuff you're doing for the community, there are endless Facebook groups. I think there's like an infinite amount. So <laughs> probably <laughs> plenty of ways to, to, to do that. And I, I, like I said, I, I think every business, every wedding filmmaker would benefit from making some kind of in-house education, sharing, fun, meet the team, meet the shooters, this is how we edit a film. I, I think everyone could do it. Yeah. Awesome. Very cool. Well, that's good encouragement for our listeners out there to get out there and show what you're doing. You know, that's part of the reason why this channel exists is not just to show what I'm doing, but primarily I'm actually showing what other people are doing uh, because there are, there's so much value in a multitude of voices, so much value in hearing all of these different perspectives on how to do the same thing. So, you know, it's not just people who come on this show to talk about what they're doing, but it's you who aren't coming on the show. You know, we want to see what you're doing too. So that's awesome. Okay. So, uh, as we're wrapping up the show here, do you have a pick of the week, something for wedding filmmakers? Of course, you're a minimalist. You've gotten rid of all your stuff now. You have Uh nothing. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Do you have something somehow related to making wedding films that would be, helpful for our listeners yeah i'm a it's a bit odd but i'm a coffee guy i think i think (laughs) i think i I don't know i maybe i'm a nerd maybe there's like a scientific aspect but i've got a scale i've got like this next level grinder um Mm. i i I weigh out the water i've got a temperature for the water i i think a lot of people who shoot weddings kind of sit in their home, you know, sometimes with the wife, sometimes with the dog and kid running around. And coffee is something that I do every morning. So uh, it's a wonderful routine. I love making my own. 
Um, so my advice is if you're doing the Folgers thing, like the the instant, uh, <laughs> even the Keurig, like just 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 spend like forty fifty dollars to get some nice beans that you have to grind a grinder and just experiment with some nice pour over some chemex i don't know i think it'd be fun and i i find so much enjoyment in doing that every single morning sometimes twice maybe yeah. the, the the two o'clock comes around yeah um but i would say i would say try that out i think it's fun that's the one kind of gift i accept being a minimalist from anyone i will i i hate gifts i will say no to any gift except it's usually coffee coffee is a good thing that people can send me okay <laughs> Yeah. So if you need to give, which I will say this, my pick of the week you, is to send me coffee. <laughs> no, if you have been, if you've been in this industry, you have benefited from what Craig has done. Give him the gift of coffee beans. Oh okay? man. Yeah. So let's, let's have I just, all of I, our, our followers. I gave away my that. address in the last <laughs> video I uploaded, so <laughs> we oh. don't need a PO box. <laughs> Uh, that's awesome. So you can do like, uh, you can do the Casey Neistat thing where you like open up these boxes of all the gifts he's getting and then you can just coffee time, not mail time, coffee time, coffee. There we go. Perfect. Awesome. Well, uh, I'm going to do a pick of the week as well. So I had it in my head and I totally forgot what it was. Yeah. What, what what is your pick of the week? Uh, Enlighten us with your, your favorite. So my pick of the week is, um, I'm in the middle of doing like a bunch of prints and stuff right now because I have a bridal show coming up and I'll do, you know, uh, those of you who kind of know my business, um, we do both photo and video, but because we're shooting in 4k, we're also taking 4k screen grabs and making them into large prints. Um, Mm -hmm. and so, uh, which is, it's pretty amazing what you can actually do off of a 4k file, uh, behind me in my office here, I have some, I'm showing it in the video, but it's like way dark over there. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I have some 4K uh, screen grabs that I took that I've blown up to 20 by 30 on a metallic print. Um, And so I'll give you the name of the company because they do an amazing job and it's way cheaper than like everything else I've I've found out there. They're based out of Colorado, um, but it's CG Pro Prints. So definitely check out CG Pro Prints. They do awesome other stuff. You know, they do a really good job with their canvases and things, but their metallic prints are mind-blowing. The colors just pop. They're super vibrant. So if you're looking for a great way to show off your work, uh, whether it's photo or video, especially if you're shooting in 4K, you have an opportunity to make some really awesome prints out of that. Um, So check out CG Pro Prints. That's my pick of the week. Dope, dope, dope. Love it. Awesome. Okay, so we have the Craig Adams YouTube channel. Is there any place else that people should go if they want to look at what you're doing here in the future? That's it. I've made it very easy for people to find anything, anywhere that they find me. So if you're on the YouTube channel, it'll I guarantee you're going to find my Instagram next. So just go okay. to the YouTube, enjoy the the, the adventure from there. Um, awesome. but yeah, Craig Adams on YouTube. Perfect. Awesome. Thanks so much for coming on, Craig. Really appreciate it. Love hearing about your journey. Love hearing about what's next. And I'm looking forward to, I've already subscribed to the new channel and watched several of the videos. So I'm looking forward to seeing, uh, what you're making every day. It sounds like, so that's super exciting. Thanks again. Love it. This was cathartic. This was fun. You know what you're doing. I've done a lot of podcasts and some of them are just like cringe cringe 
And uh, this one was enjoyable. So um, grateful to have you kind of, you know, leading the charge for wedding film stuff. So I hope a lot of people get more education out of these. And I think your your series is doing well. So keep 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 doing. Word. Love it. Thanks, man. You hear that, people? I got the official endorsement Ooh. from Craig Adams. So yeah. There you go. <laughs> Thanks, man. You want, you, you want to make a video and post it on Wedding Film School with with links going to your podcast? Make a make a commercial. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. That's that's it. one thing that uh, is very possible for the the channel in the future. Just uh, people to submit, you know, little commercials or whatnot for the channel. So if you want to hit all the all subscribers. Right. Task accepted. Challenge accepted. Yep. Love it. Awesome. Thanks, man. The Wedding Film Academy podcast is produced by Taylor Juarez. If you found this episode helpful, be sure to subscribe so you never miss a show. And help us out by leaving a five-star review on iTunes. And when you're done, head on over to WeddingFilmAcademy.org to chat with our other wedding filmmakers like yourself in the comments section. Until next time, keep making movie magic.